Welcome back to the Business Launch Podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Ann Jimenez and Familia. Every single business needs more cash flow, especially this year. So in today's episode, I'm going to share my number one cash flow tip. There was nothing else that you could focus on marketing-wise to grow your business this year. I would say focus on this one thing. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Business Lounge Podcast, where each week we unpack the hottest online marketing and business strategies so you can grow your business, increase your bottom line, and make a bigger impact. And now, here's your host, Kimberly Ann Jimenez. So listen, we just finished hosting a couple days ago our yearly funnels boot camp and it's such a fun time we get together with a couple of entrepreneurs small group setting and for an entire day live on zoom we unpack and re-strategize their sales strategy essentially so we just go in map out funnels help them figure out their positioning how they're gonna you know present their hook what kind of sales page they're gonna have lead magnets all the things and it's such an amazing um just experience all around. We had so many aha moments from this Funnels Bootcamp. This is literally our favorite one yet. We've done four bootcamps the last two years and they've been absolutely fantastic. But this last one was my favorite because there's so many people who had really awesome questions and they were all in different levels and some people who are super advanced and they were making, you know, multiple six figures to people who are just getting started. And a lot of the conversations that we had were around cash flow. We wanted to host this bootcamp early on um, the, in the year because we wanted to ensure that, you know, as many people as possible in our community actually had a mapped out sales funnel, like a clear way of how they're going to sell their products or programs and their services in the new year. And so inevitably, I've been having so many more conversations about cash flow from DMs to people chatting us on the website to emails to um, just in our community in the business lounge. And it's no surprise, right? Like, Things are a little crazy. There's definitely, I think a lot of businesses are feeling um, a lot of the burn and it's part of this cycle, right? It's part of a policy that's, you know, coming straight from the powers that be. And I don't want to get too down into the rabbit hole because you guys are mostly awake and you know what the heck is going on in the world and why it's happening. But I do want to talk about this cash flow tip because inevitably, right, nine times out of 10, when someone tells me, hey, I need to boost my sales, I need to make more money, I want to sell more of my services, I want to, you know, really explode this year, or I just really need to, like, you know, I'm in a season of survival and it's do or die, what the heck do I do? I ask them two simple questions every single time. I will respond with this. What is the size of your email list, number one, especially if you're an online business owner, which 99% of you are. And number two, do you have an actual sales system? Do you have a way in which you're taking you know, leads and turning them into customers? And nine times out of 10, again, the answer to that question is, I don't have an email list, or I know I need to have an email list, but I haven't started growing it, or I kind of have started in my email list growth journey, but I forget to send emails and it's so much work and I really haven't made it a priority. And when I ask about funnels and whether they have a sales system, most of the time, everyone is like, no, I don't have one. I'm like, listen, 
this is your problem. This is your problem. Listen, okay, here's here's some really awesome stats. I will link this study um, below in the description. But a couple years ago, I was reading a study and actually Chris was the one who found it. And he was like, did you know that um, the ROI, the return on investment for email marketing is $44 for every $1 that you invest in the actual activity of sending emails and growing your email list. And I was like, whoa, 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 hold up. What? Like, I know that email marketing is like the thing. Like, let me tell you, we do social media, we do blogging, podcasting, YouTube, ads, all the things. And truly out of all those things, maybe ads, if we get it super delved in, might be the exception. But for the most part, we can't ever get that level of return on any other channel. And I feel like sometimes like we hear, we hear all those things and they don't totally click with us, right? Like you might just be ready to like hit the snooze button on this video or this podcast um, because you're like, I know these things. Like I already know this. I already know this. Nothing new, nothing fancy, nothing shiny, but stick with me here. If you understand the power of cash flow and what it means to your business and how important that is. It's it's like the number one thing, right? If you don't have money coming in, then you just have an expensive hobby and you probably can't keep your doors open. You can't pay employees. You can't grow. You can reinvest in your business. You can't pay yourself more. All kinds of problems, right? But I feel like, especially because we serve mostly women and they're women who are the creative types, kind of like me, who like love, like the artist inside of us, like just loves nurturing and taking care of people and serving people. We like to spend the grand majority of our time on um, creating. And oftentimes, you know, I will coach women and um, talk to women who just spend an inordinate amount of time on things that are not revenue generating. And I am not telling you that you cannot do those things, okay? I love marketing, I love creating content, I love you know, actually serving the artist inside of me and, and creating something beautiful. But we gotta put our CEO hat on, you know, often and say, okay, how are we going to generate sales out of the things that we are putting out in the world? So out of the reels and all the time and energy that it takes to take like perfectly curated aesthetic photos and out of the, you know, blogs that we're creating and the beautifully curated, you know, videos with multiple angles and fancy B-roll, if you're doing that, (laughs) how is that going to actually attract more leads and sales into our business because if we're just creating content for content's sake then we don't have a business then they're like there's no point because the whole reason we're creating content is to actually lead people to the sale you know kind of like a, a good old Costco sample that's literally what it's there for the content is that sample it's that little taste of what it's like to work with you to buy your product to experience one of your programs and so when we are um kind of thinking about our strategy for the new year, I just want to urge and encourage you and challenge you even to make growing your email list a non-negotiable, right? Growing your email list a non-negotiable because it's really that important. So here's another amazing benchmark. Did you know, 
And I would love to hear from you. Like just DM me on Instagram (laughs) or post it in the comments. Did you know that on average, okay, there's different rules for different industries. I'm not saying that this is going to apply to every single person, but on average, you should be making a dollar a month for every subscriber on your email list. Of course, assuming that you're sending emails and that you're actively growing your list. But if we're reverse engineering our goals for the year and we're thinking, okay, like I, I really want to hit, you know, that, that next milestone in my business, I want to make $5,000 or I want to make $8,000 a month or 10 or 20 or 30 or a hundred thousand dollars a month or more, right? Like shoot for the stars. Listen, we're all about ambition here. We coach, we coach students who are crushing in the multiple six, almost, you know, high, um, almost seven figures. And it's really cool to see that. Them just like really have ambitious goals for the year. And I think that's amazing. But if that's the case for you, like whatever that might be, maybe it's making your first $500 or your first $1,000 online. And hey, we're interrupting the show real quick just to tell you about the sponsor of this episode. If you want to finally stop ghosting your audience, are good and move away from inconsistency with your content creation, we have the perfect solution for you. It's our brand new content calendar playbook, and it's chock full of over 200 plus caption starters, done for you social media post prompts, and over 70 pages of templates and resources and tools so that you know exactly what to say to keep your audience engaged, excited, and coming back for more consistently. Listen, You know that your content has been a problem for a while. And if that's the case, it's time to get off your booty and actually do something about it. Just for our podcast listeners, you can go over to contentcalendarplaybook.com. That's contentcalendarplaybook.com and get an incredible deal on 90 days of plus of content strategy that's done for you. You're going to absolutely love this new resource. And I know it's going to make a huge difference with helping you stay consistent with your content creation and getting back in the game when it comes to attracting attention for your business. Alrighty, back to the show. If you focus on growing your email list, and you were sending emails at least once a week and you're strategic about how you do that, you should be adding at least, you know, the same amount um, of subscribers, you know, times one. That's what, what your cash flow should look like. So getting to your first 1,000 email subscribers, if you want to make $1,000 um, a month, would be an amazing first step. Many, many people, by the way, make two, three, four, ten dollars per subscriber. And I have seen businesses that we've personally worked with that have like 500 subscribers and they have multiple six figure businesses because they have quality subscribers, quality leads, people that they build relationships with and they work with. And so listen, if you if you're listening to this episode, you're probably like, I have heard this a million times, you know, and, and you probably have, and like that's true. The problem is that. We're so infatuated as online entrepreneurs, as creatives, as leaders with the next hack, the next thing, the next, you know, shortcut 
that we don't do the basics right. And unfortunately, the shortcuts are wonderful and we can talk about them, right? I love me a good shortcut, but they're not sustainable. They're not the thing, they're, they're the thing that pushes you forward a little faster, but they're not the thing that helps you actually attract leads and sales, you know, day in and day out, really grow a sustainable business. They're, they're not foundational. And so what happens inevitably is that People find a cool hack or, you know, a cool shortcut and then they share it with everyone and everyone's excited about doing it. And then they try it for, you know, a couple of months and they can't keep up the pace. And so it works for a little while and then they go back and they're like, eh, you know, I can't keep it up. So like, you know, back to square one. And so in the meantime, you're losing on crazy momentum that you could be building in your business. And this is how I built my list. It's how I built my business. It's how we built cash flow. We created a snowball effect and we were strategic about the way that we created content so that it would attract our ideal client. And we sent emails and we doubled down and we've had to choose, by the way. There's been so many times, including like even as recent as like Black Friday last year, I had to make a clear decision and I had to say, okay, I can go crazy on social media promoting um, our, you know, one of our biggest promotions of the year, which is Black Friday and, you know, going hog wild, going live on Instagram, sharing all the stories, posting, creating reels, you know, just creating a full blown campaign. Or I can use that time to double down on the thing that I know is going to bring 80 to 90 percent of our sales, which is our email list. So I pulled back completely from social media and I then reallocated my time and energy to the thing that was going to provide the biggest return on my investment, the biggest return for my time. And so because I dealt in our emails and I spent way more time in my strategy and the way that I phrased, um, you know, our emails, we actually had an amazing Black Friday promotion, more so than years past in the sense that I had to do way less to get a much bigger return. And sometimes I think as entrepreneurs and business owners, we get lost in the weeds in terms of opportunity. There's so many opportunities and like, we want to do this thing and that thing and this other thing. And there's just not enough time in the day. Why don't you instead try doubling down on the thing that has been proven, that's time tested, that every single leader in this specific space of the online business world does extremely well. If you look at the people who are making, you know, 5, 10, 20, 30, 50 million dollars a year in the online space, they're focused on growing their list. They know that owning the relationship with their subscribers and building, you know, incredible value for their people is going to end up being the thing that allows them to create that level of cash flow and that level of revenue. Now, of course, you have to start somewhere. So like if you're just getting started with email marketing, you might be wondering like, okay, you know, I am sold. I am ready to do the thing. How do I get started? How do you actually, you know, build and grow your email list and then build and grow your sales system? Well, I'm super excited because we are going to be launching an entire series just on this one topic because I see it. It's such a need. There's so, I, I cannot tell you how many times I have this conversation and this is not to shame anyone. I just truly, truly want to see you grow. I want to see you succeed and prosper and grow your business in a sustainable way. And that only starts if you start actually taking your marketing seriously. If you start saying, okay, 
if I have a limited amount of time and energy and resources, how can I invest that time and energy in the places that are going to give me the highest return? If you don't do anything else the entire year and all you do is grow your email list and really build value with those subscribers of high quality leads, you are going to explode your cash flow. Like it's just going to happen. In fact, um, I was sharing a email strategy, a very simple email strategy. I'll share it with you guys in a different episode with our boot campers, literally right then and there live. And one of our boot campers just implemented right away and literally not even a day later. So over the weekend, it was a Friday over the weekend, she posted on our Voxer channel and she's like, oh my gosh, I tried it. And I already got somebody to sign up for my group coaching. And it's like, yes. Yes, because that's the power of email. You could send one email and actually make clients, like make sales, have people buy your product, sign up for your course, you know, purchase the thing that you are, you know, excited about or that's new in your business. I love me some emails for that reason. But let's get into a couple of things I want you to work on as you think about growing your email list this year. Number one, this is a great time to audit your lead magnets. So if you have or want to grow an email list, the way that you get people on your list is through something called a lead magnet. Now people call it other things, freemiums and freebies, and I love all the names. So the concept is very simple, right? You give people an incentive for them to actually enter their name and email so that you can stay in touch with them. And I know that for some of you guys, a lead magnet is like, okay, like I get it. Like I have lead magnets. They're not adding any, you know, any subscribers to my list or they're not working as I, you know, want them to work. I have so many resources on this topic that I will link in the description of this episode, including, you know, how to create an amazing lead magnet. But I want to make sure that you understand a couple things with lead magnets as you audit, as you think like what kind of lead magnet you can create. Number one, you need to know your people. If you know your audience, then you're way, way more likely to create a lead magnet that you absolutely love. And that comes from just listening in your content. And this is where you can use social media, you can use your blog, you can use a podcast, YouTube, whatever channel you're currently posting content to. Maybe you're not posting content to anything, which in that case, go check out our content series. But essentially, this is where you can have conversations with people, right? And see what do they resonate with? Like pay attention to your comments, your shares, your DMs, um, what blogs are doing super well on your website, uh, what podcast episodes did well, what YouTube videos did well. That gives you clues as to like what people actually want to learn from you. And you can also ask them, you can pull them, you can interview them. Um, I did this early on um, when I was starting my business and I just talked to people in real life. Like I asked small business owners, what is it about social media that is a challenge for you? Like, how do you, you know, what, what are things that maybe hold you back? What are the questions that you have around social media? And I would have these conversations at like networking parties and in real, you know, real life with my small business friends and uh, they would refer me to other people and I would talk to them and it was totally pitch free. Like I wasn't trying to grow or sell my services as a social media manager, but I wanted to know what questions they had. And so that slowly started giving me ideas. And the, one of my first lead magnets that I ever created was essentially a social media swipe file. And it was just post ideas because everyone was struggling with what to post about. So I created a bunch of, you know, 
post ideas for social media. I packaged it in a PDF and that was one of my first lead magnets. And over time, I started developing, you know, more and more lead magnets based on what are people searching for? So doing a little bit of detective work can really go a long way for creating a lead magnet that everyone loves. And then the other tip I have for you is make it short. You know, in this day and age, we're living in the TikTok era, right? Like people's attention spans are like this big, <laughs> this big. Um, and we're, we're really pressed on time. Everyone's like, go, go, go. Give me the information right now. Like, you know, I always talk to you guys about this. If you've been to Condo to Customers or you're in the business lounge, we talk about, you know, answers, not information. Like people are just overwhelmed in information. What they really want is answers. And so thinking about simplifying your lead magnet and going with something that's a checklist, a template, an audio, something that is a quick win for your clients and customers instead of, or your prospects, I should say, instead of something that is a huge time commitment, like, hey, you know, watch my 90 minute webinar or listen to this three hour podcast. Someone who's new to your world, they kind of just want like cliff notes. They want to try out your brand. And that's where a very simple lead magnet can make a huge difference. So as you're auditing your lead magnets, as you're thinking about what is it that you could create to start growing your list and capturing more leads so that you can send emails and make more sales, um, I really want you to keep those things in mind. How can you make it super short, a quick win? And more importantly, how can you create a lead magnet that people actually want? And it might take a couple of tries, by the way. If the first time or the second or the third, you don't succeed, don't worry. Like keep trying something else out. I think it took me like four or five lead magnets before one of them really hit and it started really growing my email list until this day. It's our content calendar template. It's the thing that like tons of people have tried to copy. <laughs> we um, probably had it downloaded more than 50,000 times. Um, it's gone viral on Pinterest many times. So it's like, it's the thing that everyone wants for some reason for my brand. And I only figured that out because I was paying attention to my numbers and looking at my blogs. And I realized, oh my goodness, this blog about creating a content calendar has so many hits. I wonder if I could just create a lead magnet around that. And bada bing, bada boom, it's still our most popular lead magnet that we have on our website. So all these years later. So it's one of those things. And by the way, if you're thinking about going out and like trying to replicate what I do and then trying to like grow your email list that way, doesn't work that way for everyone. Like, first of all, be true to yourself. Like tr find something that is different uh, instead of just copying someone else. That's super boring and lame and a little unethical, like go out and do something different and play with it. Um, you know, see what your audience likes. You're, you're going to be way more successful if you do that anyway. Okay, friends. So final tip when it comes to growing your email list. Um, and remember, this is part one. We're going to talk about in part two, how to actually um, grow your list in, in five easy steps if you're starting from scratch. But part one, right? Final tip. I think this is so important. Make sure that you have a content strategy that builds traffic, builds traffic. Look, this is something that I think so many people miss out on. And I'm not totally sure why, like maybe it's because it's not shiny or it's not new that it's not popular, but 90% of the you know, clients we coach and the people that we mentor through our programs make this mistake. And that's assuming that 
traffic is just going to appear out of the clear blue sky on your website and people are just going to find you. And the reality is we rely so heavily sometimes on social media and maybe even ads that we don't actually understand the power of creating, you know, this amazing content strategy that pulls more of, or not pulls, but like, well, yeah, it pulls, it pulls people into your world. It helps them to find you instead of you having to go to them all the time. I love that you're hustling on social media. And I, listen, I, I was social media manager. Okay. Like that was my whole world for a long time. But over time, I realized that if I could create content one time, and have it get better and better and better as time went on, rather than just creating content, you know, and it live for maybe 24 hours on the feed if I got lucky and then I had to create another piece of content and another piece of content. It was like running on a content hamster wheel, right? So I fell in love with long-form content because it's evergreen. And more importantly, long-form content that I can make search engine optimization friendly, so SEO friendly, so that people, when they're typing in questions about marketing, can find me. And so such a huge amount of you find me on YouTube, that you found me on the blog, you found me on Pinterest, all of those are search engine optimization platforms. They're search-based platforms. And so having that kind of content strategy in the mix and thinking more strategically this year where you might be able to like pull off a little bit of your time that you're spending maybe answering DMs or posting stories and invest that energy into creating one long form content piece that you can optimize for search or someone on your team or a VA or someone that you use on a per project basis can help you optimize that lives way longer and produces leads and sales for years to come, that's going to be a much smarter investment in your business than if you just create a short piece of content that lives and does well and gets a lot of engagement. Nothing wrong with that. That's awesome. But if that's all you do, you're always going to be stuck having to create more and more and more. You know what I'm saying? So many ideas packed into one episode. I know I'm getting down the rabbit hole, but it's because I want to help you. It's because I want to make sure that you understand these concepts, that you're arming yourself and empowering yourself to grow your cash flow, grow your leads, grow your revenue, and do it in a way that doesn't require more hustle, right? You can do it out of a place of more rest and less constantly having to chase after clients or leads or Having these crazy ebbs and flows in your business where it's feast or famine, you have a ton of business or you have no business, all of this is fixed when you have a strategic content strategy that brings traffic into your world and then you're capturing that traffic and turning it it into leads through great lead magnets and your email list. Okay, we have talked about a lot. I hope I hope that your eyes have not glazed over. I hope that you don't feel like, oh my goodness, I already know these things. Because you might know them, but you're not implementing them. Because if you were implementing them, you wouldn't have been listening to this episode. I'm just saying, I'm calling you out with a lot of love because I want you to win. I want you to make money. I want you to succeed. I want you to have this year be your best year yet. And that only happens if we can get real about what's working and what's not working. If we can get real about how we're going to fix our business this new year and do it in a way that's strategic, empowering, fun, and requires less of us. Because all of us deserve to have businesses that we absolutely love and don't require all of our time and energy to run. Just saying. I don't know. It's just me. Maybe it's just me. Anyway, 
enough about that. I hope that you found today's episode helpful. If you did, make sure that you check out the description below. There's an entire blog post associated with this episode, um, as well as some really awesome freebies that we've collected over on the blog that I'm not even going to tell you about because you're going to have to go read the blog. Some really cool resources, our best guides, some checklists, things that can help you really get ready to grow your list and build an amazing content strategy in the new year. I love you. I hope that you are just totally determined to make this year your best year yet, because I sure am. Make sure to tune in for part two. We're going to talk about how to actually start growing your email list from scratch. Five of my best tips. I'm also going to be sharing what my cash flow marketing strategy is going to be for this year. We're changing a lot of things in the business. It's going to be fun. And of course, if you have questions, post them in the comments below, or if you're listening on the podcast, DM me. I love hearing your DMs. Share this podcast episode with someone a business bestie who really needs to hear it and needs encouragement, direction, clarity for their marketing strategy in this new year. I would love for you guys to just continue referring people to the podcast because that's how we actually grow the show. So I love you. I mean it. Un beso. And I will see you in the next one. Bye for now.